Thank you for your life manifested in our lives. And we just call these things manifested right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn to your neighbors and neighbor, glad to see you. <laughs> We've been talking about love. Y'all remember? I had a session with a young lady on Friday. And God reached out and hugged her. And she says, what's happening? And you know what he told her? He said, love is hugging you. Love is hugging you. Can you imagine? Love is hugging you. So sometimes when we just need a hug, talk to him. Needless to say, she reached out her hand. I said, so hug him back. See, sometimes we get in our head, and we need to stay in our heart. Love was hugging her. I said about 20 minutes later, y'all ready for this? Porter, she didn't, she didn't let go. He let go. He didn't let go. She let go. 20 minutes later, she let go of love hugging her. He didn't let go. He never lets go because he doesn't know how to fail. So let's do our open confession. Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all write this down. This is a, a, a thought question for you. How do we, say we, we. respond 
when we misunderstand God's plan. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> How do we respond when we misunderstand God's plan? So that's one of your questions for today. But we, we're still talking about we got a lot of loving to do. Anybody ever heard of tough love? Okay. Some people accused me of being tough last week. Tough love. So today I'm going to talk about a different type of love. You got me, Nicole? You with me? I love surrenders. Uh-oh. You, you ever seen love surrender? Love surrenders. I'm, I'm going to talk about what that means, the meaning of that. Because there comes a time where we just need to surrender. Because we think we got it all. We know it all. We like to, we like to struggle. How is that working for you? Okay. Right. So some people say, who said great? I said not great. Oh, oh, I thought you said great. Get ready to say, come on up, get, go ahead and teach the mess. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still talking about love, but love surrenders. Let's take a look at what surrender means. Completely gives up his own will and subjects, his thoughts, ideas, and de deeds to that, to the will and teaching of a higher power. So, so it's not a lot left after you think about your thoughts, your ideas, and your deeds. Completely give it up. Surrender is a willful acceptance and yielding to a, go ahead and say it, dominating force and their will. Willfully. See, surrender won't happen until we surrender. Because it has to be a decision that we make. Because God is not going to make us surrender. But he sure will allow things to continue to manifest until we do. When the last time you got on your knees? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love surrenders. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 in the New Living Translation says, My old self has been crucified with Christ." It is no longer I who live. So we got to figure out who is it then. But Christ lives in me. My old, so I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So it sounded like there was a switch. The fleshly part of us gave to the spiritual part of us and allowed God to be God. Because he said it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me. So when, when love surrenders, what it does is it puts aside the way it used to live, the way it used to think, the way it used to act. And it made a decision. It's like, I tell you what, we, 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 we ever gave God a try? Y'all talk to him and tell me, hands over here, hands over here. Well, we gave God a try. I'm going to try this. And see whether, what you're going to do, how it's going to work. Who, who wants to share how you try it? Nobody? Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right. I, I'll sound people ready just in case you were. But we surrender. It's like you get tired of life. You do, do, you're doing it the way you think it's supposed to be lived. And you just get tired of it. And you say, okay, all right, well, let me try this. How, how many different things did we try? See, I know I got y'all down. Okay, because y'all like to brag about what you used to do. Uh-oh. Okay, okay. Janelle, I'm just meddling. I'm meddling. I'm starting out meddling. I'm just warming up. So we tried alcohol. See, I didn't say any specific kind. See, see? 
See, I know how y'all work. I see you making it. I see you looking at me. I see you. <laughs> what else have we tried? Food? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What else? Sex. Shopping. Shopping. Drugs. Bad boys. Bad boys. Bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Are you getting arrested with them or what? Okay. All right, what else? <laughs> what else have we tried? Cheat. Zodiac sign. What's your sign? <laughs> what else? Anything else? Or y'all, y'all just been nice. Clubs, okay? Yeah. Working too hard. Working hard for the money. I feel like singing today. <laughs> y'all, y'all say, stop it, Pastor. Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Love surrenders. <laughs> So when we surrender to God, it deepens our spiritual relationship. When we surrender to God, because we're tired of dealing with life the way we, we took it, where, where we started it. And we say, okay, if God, if you're real, then I'm going to try this. Love. Love doesn't have to prove because love is. So what is your life like since you are more spiritual? Do you hear more? Do you talk to them more? Do you read more? Do you listen more? What do you do? We become one with him. One with him. That, that means it's not two of us, it's just one of us. Yes, ma'am. Question. Um, I know you said that he doesn't normally repeat himself. Mm-hmm. So let's say... Like, okay, I'm going to give you a hypothetical. Okay. Y'all listening? Y'all paying attention? Okay. Okay. Let's say I ask the Holy Spirit, should I eat this fruit? Okay. Okay. Just for the sake of this argument. Okay. And let's say I heard him say yes, but if I haven't eaten the fruit and it's it's going on tomorrow and the next day and I still haven't eaten the fruit, but I hear yes in my background, is that me? Because you, he doesn't repeat himself, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that that's me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I needed. And, and it's also a way for, let's say, a person's personality type. They'll try to wait longer. So if they eat it, they get sick, and then they blame him. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just telling you how people do. Because, see, if they got a, a, a thing with God, and, and God talks to them, and they didn't want to listen, then they'll find a way to justify why they didn't listen, why they didn't do it that way. Turn to yourself. No, 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 just touch yourself. Say, I'm special. I can be real special. But God don't miss it. <laughs> okay. Good question, though. Let's see what else about love surrendering. It enables Holy Spirit to work within us. Enables, that means gives him the right, the ability to work within us. But as you surrender, see, as long as you, as long as you God, God won't try to deal with that. Because he said, there will be no other God before me, after me, in between me. So if we're not willing to surrender to God, he'll let us live our lives the way we want it. And see, this is the thing about God, though, that, that I love. Even when we jack up, mess up, we can still call in his name, and he's still there. Now, it might just take a little longer to get things straight, because we stay what? Doing it our way. When you get tired. Some of us came to the Lord because we were tired. I'm going to ask y'all to raise your hand if y'all be honest enough to say you got tired. 
And that's why you called them. Raise your hand. Okay. It was just a few people lying. No, see, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just playing. It's okay to play in church. Okay? But it enables the Holy Spirit to work within us. When we surrender ourselves, it transforms our character into Jesus' likeness. I want to be like him. I want to talk like him. I want to respond like him. You don't have to have the answer as long as you connect it to him. Then when someone asks you, you answer according to what he says. It's a good life to live. When, when you surrender, you become more loving. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. I, I, I asked y'all outside, me, me and Porter. I asked y'all outside, how's your, how's your love going? How's your compassion? How's your compassion? Compassion feel good. How's yours? Yours good? Uh, say again. Oh, 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 okay. All right, okay. All right. We got stuff going on. We got security moving in. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, back off. Back off. You're good. <laughs> well, what about your selfishness? I mean, that, that, that thing pretty tough. That, that's the last thing we need to work on, isn't it? Or is it the first thing we need to work on? Selfless. Huh? Might be the first. What do y'all think? Are, are y'all selfish? Yes. yes? Okay. How, what about this side? I, I got selfish people on this side? Well, well, well the more time you, you spend surrendering yourself, the less selfish you'll be. Because, see, when we surrender something, we see better. We can see better when we surrender. Because who we got living on the inside of? We got the Holy Spirit relationship. He enables us, talks to us, relates to us. But we just got to listen. Got to make a decision to listen. Sometimes we move too quick. Ask God something, then we're on our way. <laughs> God, you're taking too long. Unless I'm getting it wrong, but I thought he was the one that created communication. Languages. But let me just talk about surrendering. It breaks the power of sin. See, as long as you try to fix something, it won't be fixed. But when you surrender and give it to God, he's working on the situation through his power, his anointing, his ability. And it's just easier. It's easier. When we surrender and give that situation to God, but give it out loud. Don't be giving it secretive. Y'all know what I'm talking about, secretive. Well, you know, I'm just going to pray on my breath. Because you're thinking that if you say it out loud, you're really surrendering. But it breaks the power of sin. No longer slaves, but free. What is it like to live a free life? You wake up free, you go to bed free. And what do I mean by free? You don't have all those thoughts running around in your head about how you're going to do it, what, what's going to happen next, when it's going to happen next. What, 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 what happens when you just lay your body down and go to sleep? God might come your way. Lay your body down and just go to sleep. But we call ourselves giving God stuff, but then we still want to mess with it. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Pastor. I know we just went over selflessness okay. and being selfish. Okay. And maybe this is a selfish thought, but okay, I, I y'all gonna tell y'all gonna let her know if it is. Okay, go ahead. I know you've ministered that you share 
what the incentive is mm -hmm. so that people, you know, you sweeten it so they know that there's something. What's the benefit of being selfless? It's because you no longer have to be so concerned about yourself that you can't see, hear, and progress. Because, see, if we selfish, the benefit of being selfish is you get to control everything. The benefit of losing selfishness is you allow others to step in, first of all, God. And see, that's where it goes wrong, is that we think we have it all. We think we got ourselves to where we are. But it was God talking to people. It was God calling your name out before hiring, before management, before relationships. And so what turns out is, it's him manifesting goodness in our life once we got out of the way. Because, see, that whole thing, he will not have another God. When we are in control all the time, guess who? Guess who's God? We are. Well, good question. Yes, ma'am. Mike, coming your way. I, I mean, selfishness is, is being selfish. It's 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 challenging to be around people like it. Am I lying? Thirty days say, are, are you? <laughs> said no, no, sir. I appreciate the question. What, 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 what we got going on back there? Is selfishness going on? Just messing with y'all. Y'all ass? Y'all checking with each other? Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm, I'm focusing on selfless as well. Okay. I have, I think people have thought, I felt as though that I've been a selfless person, but okay. I think my children felt as though by me being selfless, I was weak. Okay, okay. So when that's viewed as being a weak thing, I, I noticed that they do just the opposite. What did they do? They want to control things because I think they feel as though when you're selfless, that allows other people to control you. So, for example, if there was something to do, I'm more, I guess, pliable to go along with what everybody else chooses to do. I mean, okay. it's okay. I don't do it because I don't want to. It's okay. something that's okay. And I think that they just determine in their mind, they're not, and not understanding that it's selfishness. Mm -hmm that they're not going to be like that. So they tend to control. They okay. want to be in charge because they don't want people to, I guess, to, I guess they think people are walking over me, but they're really not. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, so, so can I just be real for a second? To be selfless is power. That's why a lot of people don't do it. It's power. Because a lot of people don't do it because they are concerned about how they're going to be looked at or used. But a person who has that much power to be able to be selfless also has enough power to set boundaries. And their boundaries are so smooth you didn't even feel it. You understand what I'm saying? Because they're not going to raise their voice and scream at you. They're just going to say no. And, and the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no, no. Otherwise, you'll sin. But see, there's freedom in being selfless. Because my Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Didn't say that's only about money. It's about life. It's about blessings. Y'all ever took somebody out and they always, I mean, it's your birthday, but they want to take you to where they want to take you? 
<laughs> selfish says, just let them do what they want to do. Because I didn't, selfless, because I didn't expect anything different from them. They called themselves blessing me. But I was blessed before they called. I'm, I'm not trying to be arrogant, guys. I'm just telling you, when you surrender yourself to him, a lot of stuff changed for you. You don't have to figure so many freaking things out. Right, honey? Absolutely. My wife working with me. She working with me. Thank God for that. Because I'm trying to learn this thing about staying in my lane. And she working with me. She working with me. She just do like it. What that mean? You see it like it? <laughs> Are y'all ready for the next day? I'm going to keep going. Our hearts open to God's guidance and direction. See, a lot of trouble we wouldn't be, be in if we surrendered and allowed him to tell us which way to go, when to go, who to talk to, who to let go of, when to leave, when to stay. But when we surrender, we start to hear what he's trying to tell us to do. And how many of y'all know that his direction and his guidance won't be like ours? It won't be like ours. But he got our attention. Y'all ever fuss back at God? This is real Christian. Yeah. 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 Was it a long fuss or what? Was it short fuss? Short? Short? We say both? Was it nighttime or daytime? Where's the best time y'all argue with God? Nighttime or daytime? Oh, she said anytime. That's her, anytime. If it happens, we're going to talk about it. That's her, okay, okay. Because I, I, I know some people store the stuff up and wait till nighttime because they think he's sleep. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. They think he's sleep. So I, got, I know, God, you're not listening now. Cause, or they, they, they say he's talking to somebody else. Wait, anybody ever blame God like that? He's talking to somebody else, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say my piece while he's talking to, 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 to Paul about stuff. Sensitive to the Holy Spirit's decisions and actions. Sensitive. What if the world knows that if they can distract us through media and other things, then we can't be sensitive to his decisions and his, his actions? You ever talking to God in your phone ring? She took a deep breath with that one. Yes. <laughs> Just talking about love surrenders. Release burdens of control. See, it is a burden to be in the control all the time. Am I lying on anybody? <laughs> That's why my wife working with me. See, I, I just don't like to see, now this. Now, this is me. Y'all call me chauvinistic. But I don't like to see my wife carrying heavy stuff. Or carrying something, lifting something. But when I'm supposed to be studying the word and I go to lift something that she got in her hands, what y'all think she's going to say? Sit down. down. Why she say sit down? I'm, 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 in, and I'm in the way. I'm, in the, I'm trying to drive the thing. She says, you're supposed to be studying the word. Totally. Oh. I'm going to go over on this side. Oh. Okay? Okay? I came out there. Now it's out. Oh. I mean, this morning. Driving, and she, 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 she pulling out color swatches. And, and then I'm thinking, you know, I'm over here, I'm studying the word, we'll be studying the word, speaking in tongue on the way to church. 
And so I say, well, okay, well, after church, we can walk over and, and, and put the colors up against the buildings that we want to get the right color. And she said, no, you're not. Yeah. Say, no, you're not. Because yeah. you're going to be studying the word. And after you minister, you need to go in your office, sit down and rest. Now, she said it real nice with a smile. But, but, but I had to readjust myself. What, what, what I said, talk about replacing the thought. Because, you know, my, my flesh. Can I talk about my flesh? Y'all got a flesh? I got a flesh? My flesh wanted to get on up there, Top Gun. Wanted to get on up there. So I said, okay. I sweetie, you right. See, notice how you use, use the word sweet? See, when you use a, a, a more decorative word, answer, and you can't stay upset. Uh-oh, y'all hurt me. Don't, don't, don't call the honey. You, did you hear the tone? <laughs> See, what I found out about y'all, y'all like to find out what I'm doing in behind the scenes. When, when, when I want to get y'all the attention back in place, all I got to do is bring up something I'm doing. And, and people be sitting up in the chairs. You know, they lay and get ready to go to sleep. Then they do like that. What, what, what the pastor say? <laughs> but I've released the burden. I just talked about it. Why keep stuff a secret, guys? You can't get healed with a secret. You get healed by surrendering. Surrender that secret. Glory to God. I love rest. That's what she's working on me with, resting more. So we talk about love surrenders. Now we're going to talk about love rest. How many of us need some rest? Okay. Okay. You always need some? Okay. But hey, let me look at scripture. Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 through 3 in the Amplified. And by, by the seventh day, God completely completed his work, which he had done. And he rested, ceasing on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. On the seventh day, he ceased. So God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it as his own, that is, set it apart as holy from the other days. Because in, its, in it, he rests from his work, which he had created and done. So what I saw in that scripture was, see that part right there, number three, where it says, so God blessed the seventh day? So when we rest, God has blessed the day we chose to rest. So it's not just a normal rest day. It's an anointed rest day. You're going to get more sleep, more rest than you would normally get because he blessed the Sabbath day. And the Sabbath day is the day we choose to allow rest to be manifested. So anything that he blesses, he increases its ability to operate from a different perspective. That one was free, but y'all need to write that thing down. He increased its ability to do more. Not you do more, that rest day do more. So anything he blesses increase. Because in it, he rested from all his work, which he had created and done. So what does love do? Love rests. So why do we need to give God some stuff? So we can rest. See, sometimes we help our way out of rest. 
I need to explain what that means. So if I'm standing in my office and Curly and the, and the uh, A-team go over there to put swashes up against the building and get the right color, who resting? I'm resting in my office. So what if God wanted to tell me something that I would have missed by, by stepping out of my lane? How many things do we miss by stepping out of our lane? Because you need me. How many of us think everybody needs them? And you come to find out they did quite well before you came. And they're going to do quite well after you leave. <laughs> I, I'm having fun. I, I tell you, I'm, I'm out there. I'm, I'm, I'm out. And I'm just talking about, you know, I've talked about this. Thing. I say, man, so this is going to seem negative. And she said, but it's about rest. It's about surrendering. Might come in your way. It's about resting. Guys, when we get special, how many of y'all get irritable when you, you, you don't get enough rest? Yes. Uh, do, do, the, uh, uh, do younger people have another word for irritable? Hangry. Hang, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Any, any other one? Y'all, y'all got it? Tight. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who, who, go ahead, young lady. <laughs> so last week, I had to make a phone call. Okay. And I only was supposed to say a few words on the phone call. Okay, all right. All right. See, they listening. They listening. Go ahead, go ahead. We, we listening. We paying attention. But I elaborated a little bit. Oh, you did? Okay. And while I was elaborating, I heard God say it's oh, clear day. I don't need your help, Tamika. <sighs> so I said, okay, I ended the phone call. Okay, good. Good for you. Because <laughs> that's what I was supposed to do. Okay. But you ain't slam it down, though. You, no, no, you, you was said, nice. Since I you... just was like, okay. Okay, got you. Okay, praise, praise God. Praise God. Give her a hand clap, because that was tough. That was tough. Because <laughs> we had a conversation, right? That, that was the call? The conversation that we had in church after church? No, no, no. No, no, it's not. Okay, another one. Okay, let me, let me stay. I'm going to get back in my lane. Okay, I'm going to get back in the lane. All right? Okay. But love rests. When love rests, it's in God's presence. And God, guys, the word God keeps telling me for the last three, four weeks is listen. See, sometimes we talk to God, ask him something, interact with him, but then we don't want to listen to what he says. So we'll keep talking so that he can't, we can't listen. But then we'll turn around and say, he didn't answer our prayer. Because we don't want to hear what he got to say because it's different than what we want to do. Amen? Amen? Am I lying on anybody? (laughs) Yeah. Because see, you can tell somebody my wife said, or my husband said, or my friend said, and, and, and you decide not to do it. But you don't tell people that God said don't do it. You, you keep that to yourself. <laughs> I, I hear a lot of rights in the house, right? <laughs> but let's, let's, let's enter into rest by listening to God. Talk to him. Trust in this provision. See, something go on and, and we feel ourselves tensed up. But let's rest in the midst of the tension. Let's rest by saying, God, I'm handing this over to you. You are Lord over my life. And by you being Lord, I'm going to rest because I have done all that I can do and I can't do any more. I apologize and I repent for not giving it to you sooner, but I thought I had it. But now that I know, you are the God of provision. Because you knew about this many thousands of years before I came on the scene. Yes, sir. I just had a question about um, 
you know, I've had a lot of situations where I've had to trust in God to uh, work on my behalf. Okay. But I'm also naturally somebody that wants to plan things, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I want to have a, a plan of action. So where's the line there where if I'm saying, hey, I'm, I'm trusting you to do this, but then I, I still want to have a plan of, uh, you know, a course of action. Where do you draw that? Okay, line? that's a good, good, good question. So, Porter, what I would do is I can plan something, but I can submit that plan to God. So that's me being involved enough that I'm still showing him this is the plan that I have. This is all I know, but I'm giving this plan with to you. And I'm listening and I'm open to receive what you want to share with me. But see, it's not trying to take its place, but you are making a plan. You know, like somebody might decide they want to go to college or they want a new job. And they can, in the process, say, Lord, you know, I just want to let you know that this has ran its course. And I am I, looking for this. But what is it that you want for me? But you have presented some things to him. But you don't keep coming back and make adjustments. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Mike, coming your way. Yes, I have a question. So um, you talked about listening to God. Um, when do you know sometimes, like, you get an idea, like, it sounds like it's a God idea, but you think it could be your ego talking to you? Uh-huh. So how do you discern if it's you or it's God that okay. you're listening to? Okay, good question. So you present it to God. So, so Father, I'm thinking that, this is the plan that you gave me. This is what I think you gave me. If I'm missing it, if I'm wrong, please just let me know. I'm open and receptive. And sometimes I like to finish my statement like that with I'm open and receptive. Because who else heard that? Okay. Yes, yes ma'am. So, okay. So you say you don't go back and make adjustments to the plan. Is that because we're tweaking the plan, hoping that he'll go along with there it? There it is. Okay, thank you. So the big thing, so, so share what you just said helped a lot because you can ask him, is this about me or is it about you? Now he's giving you, a, you're waiting on his plan, you're listening for his plan, and then you start adding some things up, and then you ask, is this about me or is this about you? Control is, is I mean, we were raised to be in control. You know, you left your little toy down and somebody come and step on it. <laughs> you know your parents told you put your stuff up you want to listen to them because I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back and play with it not now where are the wheels at <laughs> decreasing work works of our flesh when we rest we decreasing how much our flesh operates because everybody know when you 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 tired we, when you are disappointed, you'll go to certain things. And your flesh is normally calling out the things because before we met God, we was in our flesh. After we met God, some of us still want to stay in there. Because we know what we're going to get out of the flesh, don't we? <laughs> Boy, I tell you. Yeah, man, y'all can see some of y'all faces. I'm not going to call on you to tell you what your flesh was. See, I'm not going to do that because I'm resting. <laughs> Prioritize rest and sleep. Make it a make it a priority. Make it a priority. Work around everything to get you to a place if you go to bed at a certain time. Especially with the TV that they got now, you can uh, record. So we don't have to stay up and watch the end. But do we do it? We stay up and watch the end, don't we? Just fall asleep right at the end. 
Okay, okay, all right, all right. Some say yes, some say no. But how do you prioritize rest and sleep? Soon as I leave service, we get to the house, I'm going upstairs, I'm taking a nap. Because when, when I minister, it's draining. So I, I got to take me a nap. I'm a lot better when I take a nap. My wife makes sure of that. She said, honey, yeah, you, 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 make sure you take a nap. Make sure you take a nap. Okay, okay, take a nap. And see, the thing about naps, can I be honest with you? Undress the same way you dress if you're going to sleep, going to bed. Is you naked when you go to, take a, go to bed? Na- get naked when you take a nap. Cause, cause what, th- thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen, amen. Because what happens is you're putting your mind in the same place as if it was take it, going to bed. Okay, okay, Pe- people looking at me funny. <laughs> The quicker you bring your mindset into a place where it's used to, the quicker it obeys what you're giving it to do. If you don't like nakedness in your bed, just keep your all your clothes on. <laughs> Is that easy? Does that work? <laughs> you don't like to get in the sheets. Remember I talked about the sheets last week? Sure, I'm going to get in them sheets. I'm not going to sleep on top of the bed because that's not taking a nap. But that's just me, y'all. That's just me. Go, go, go. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. You can ask a question. <laughs> I think I'm trying to marry two Put thoughts together. together. Okay, all right, marry them together. What so I remember you telling us no, no over 20 minutes because okay. now you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. So the idea that I'm going to prepare as if I'm, I'm trying to put these together because okay. my body thinks, oh, we're going to sleep, sleep. Okay. Instead of 20 minute nap. Okay. How do I so, so come back? So which works for you? The 20 minute nap worked for me then, but it don't work for me now when I leave from church. And I go home, I need a nap nap. Okay, yeah, yeah, but check, check it out. I'm, I'm gonna go all the way since you wanna go in. Ooh, ooh. Since, since you want, <laughs> ain't trying to hit. Since you wanna go in the metal. So what happens is when I have sessions here at church, I come in here and take a nap. The, the seat that Megan is sitting in, I pull that seat and I face it this way, put that pillow behind my head, set my alarm for 20 minutes, put that on the table, and I take my nap. So when I have an all day session, I take two 20 minute naps. Two. So I take one around 12-ish, and then the other one around 4-ish. So I, in, in my office, I have two chairs, and what I do is I turn them facing each other. I cut off all the lights in my office, all the electrical, shut the curtains, and boom, I set my alarm for 20 minutes. Okay? But when I go home on Sunday, that's up. I just feel better. They like me better. <laughs> So prioritize that restlessly. How, how many of y'all having headaches because you're waking up? You, you, you're just exhausted. Appreciate your honesty. He the only one? Two. Okay, okay, all right. So prepare yourself. Set up a routine that you do prior to your bedtime or nap time. Set it up. And consistently do that even when you're going out of town. You want to set it up. Do you take a shower before? Do you wash your hair before? Make sure you brush your teeth before you get in there because there's a lot of stuff going on in there. <laughs> All right? Practice self-care. That's a part of rest. I, I, I just basically said that. Oh, oh, oh check, check this out. Yeah, yeah. I'm minding my own business talking to God about that last night. So a, a good boundary sets up the fact that either you are planning or you are watering. 
says, Paul planted, Apollos watered, and God gave the increase. Anytime we go over to us trying to figure out how to give the increase, to make somebody change, we have stepped out of our lane. So you got to ask yourself. See, do, do your self-talk. So, so, so Holy Spirit, now, am I planting or am I watering? And it's okay to ask, am I planting or am I watering? And when they give you the answer that you try to be me. Then that means, see, repent is a bad word in church. Because we both be so, so great that we don't need to repent because we just know it all, do it all. But just repent. But before you helping somebody, you ask, Father, I always ask people, who do you feel more comfortable with? And people get freaked out by that question. But it's like, whoever you feel more comfortable with, that's who you're going to talk to. Some say Holy Spirit, some say Jesus. Long as it's in the Godhead now, you step out of that, then we, we got to have a discussion. <laughs> and so I, I talk to the Holy Spirit about it because it says that he is who I ask the question. He takes the things of God short to me. So, so Holy Spirit, am I planning or am I watering in this situation? And then when he gives that third answer, it's not neither one of them. <laughs> There's some tweaking need to be made. Y'all go ahead and put your tweak hand up for a second. Just tweak. When love rests, <laughs> Nicole, cut it out. When love rests, it's emotional healing. And you know my first word that Ross and always loved me to talk about is forgiveness. So the first thing that rests, you want to get rest real quick, then practice forgiving. Who you mad at tonight? That why you can't sleep? Who you upset with? Who you disappointed with? You want to get some good sleep? Give, forgive. And then enter into gratitude. Thank God about what went well for you today. If you see something that you didn't think went well, well, I'll ask them, would you mind showing me? Because I'm missing something. Would you mind allowing me to see what you did that I didn't notice? Because he's going to show you how that, that you being late was him stopping traffic to allow that accident that was going to take place didn't involve you. So, sometimes we get ticked off, buddy. But I'm talking about rest. Uh, well, well, let me ask you this then. Let me ask you this. Most people that take vacation, do you come back from vacation more rested or less rested? Less? Some, some say less or more? More? More rested? Well, ask yourself, what did you do different? What did you do different? Didn't have to go to work. Okay. All right. Okay. What else? He said he didn't have to go to work. Okay. <laughs> what else? What? Got to relax all day. No responsibilities. What does Saturday do to you? Do you have to work? Could you get some rest in there? What instead of watching the games, we took some rest? I'm just saying. I, I see. Yes, yes, ma'am. I have. If okay. I have a staycation, okay. that means I'm not doing anything so okay. I can be relaxed. But if okay. it's a vacation, okay. you know, you're trying to do things, I feel less rested because okay. I'm doing things on vacation. Gotcha. Okay. So I guess it just depends on which one. Okay. I appreciate the honesty. But can we make something work? I'm just asking y'all because we, we can come up with a lot of excuses, but can we make it work? <laughs> When's the last time you told somebody thank you? We're talking about love rests. 
emotional healing. When's the last time you told somebody thank you for your help, for your presence? Yesterday, okay. I, I got two people say last yesterday. Last yeah, night. last night, okay. How, how did they feel? How, how could you tell they felt great? Okay, the body language. Okay. Okay. Might come your way. They got you on both sides, brother. This team don't joke, man. So. It was uh, the pizza guy. So I always call him strong man. Okay. Because he's like built. Uh -huh. So um, every time he gives me a pizza, I'll say thank you when I run it over. But every time I say it, it's like his body perks up and uh -huh. he smiles. Okay. It's like he feels nice. Amen. All right. Everybody good? I got one in the back. Say, okay, what, what, what society says? People like to hear, thank you, I appreciate it. People like to hear that. You, you ever see people when they give you gifts? They don't just give you a run, do they? <laughs> Unless it's a small one and they, they, they know. <laughs> what I mean by that, what I mean by a small one, meaning that they know that they got you something better, but they decided to keep it. You ever open up gifts with the wrong name on the inside of it? What, what, what do they call it when they redo somebody's gift? What is A regift. <laughs> when you find they regifted, don't even say anything about it. It's not worth it. Because, see, I'm talking about rest, guys. I had a question in the back. Speaking of gifts, okay. my manager gave me a Visa gift card for Christmas, and when I tried to register it, it said invalid. I looked at the expiration. It expired in 2023. Oh. So I kindly let her know, but I'm still waiting to get my gift back. But okay. Anyway, okay. All right. I was getting on the mic to say that I said thank you to my husband yesterday because he washed my new car, oh, and okay. he made it all shiny. Okay. Go ahead, husband. <laughs> he fist bumped me from my back. I'm telling you, man. So, so your assignment today, as we, I'm getting ready to stop, your assignment today is to tell somebody thank you for something they did. Even if it was a year ago. Just tell them thank you. See why I say that? Because they're going to be amazed that you still remember the gift that they gave you a year ago. See, guys, we get in that people's head too much. They're going to be excited. Man, you, what? You remember that? Right, everybody breathing okay? All right. So for people to ask the question, Porter, in reference to can you write a plan and I mind my own business over there, oh, you mean tell me I'm listening? God said write the vision, make it plain, the he that write of it. Say what? She'll run to it. So it's okay to write the plan. I think it was Nicole when I know Porter asked the question, Nicole was thinking it with it. Who else need to write a plan? Write the plan. Okay. Who else? Anybody else? Write the plan. Amen? All right, so let's, let's do our creed. And our creed is the way of us saying that this week, this is what this week is going to look like. We're going to have victory in it. We're going to have peace in it. We're going to have healing in it. We're going to have finances in it. We're going to have supply in it. We're going to have rest in it. We're going to have the anointing in it. And nothing evil can come nigh our dwelling and no plague can come near for us. That, that's, what, that's us doing our decree. Our creed, it, it's establishing before we leave here, these are the things that will happen and won't happen. 
Y'all ready? I stir up the gift that is within me by faith. I'm stirring up the power that is within me. I'm stirring up myself and running fear, procrastination, and every hindering spirit out of my personal and business affairs. I'm ruled by my spirit. I tell my mind what to think and my body what to do, for I am a master of my emotions. I'm a person of immediate action. I am steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. These goals are my passion. I pursue them with enthusiasm and relentless determination. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. My loins are girded about with truth. I have on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, wherewith I quench every fiery dot of the wicked, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. No sickness, disease, incidents, or accidents can come nigh my dwelling. If I drink of any daily thing, it shall not hurt me. A thousand shall fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come nigh my dwelling. Why is that? I came to win in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. So I see you on Thursday at 7 p.m., Facebook Live, at YouTube, at Chosen RVA. Amen.